It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. Good to be with you this morning. Another day. It's uh, going to be a pretty nice day today, anyway. I think. Uh, appreciate you listening, and uh, we're going to kind of get in here a little bit. Um, I'm going to start in the book of James, the 16th, 5th chapter, verse 16, 17, 18, and we'll start there. <clears throat> Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Elijah was a man that was actually full of God's power, and uh, and the Word says he was a man like us. In James 5.16, it says, The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The Amplified puts it this way, The earnest, heartfelt, heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Otherwise, there are probably several points, but right now there's about three points in this scripture that is uh, applied to my life, to your life. Actually, it will equal, if not uh, su- surpass, I guess you could say, the power that was in the life of Elijah. Uh, in Ephesians 6 chapter verse 9 God's word tells us that he is not a respecter of persons so if I lack power uh, like Elijah had I must examine my life to see where I'm falling short in James 5.16 it says a righteous man now when we talk about a righteous man, that's talking about a man that's, um, the, otherwise we go go back to, the, there's one scripture, effectual bourbon prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Otherwise, what we do, we go back, a righteous man is in God, is, is in right standing with God. Every born again believer is a righteous person uh, through the precious blood of the Lord Jesus. We have been made righteous or in right standing with him. That's what, that's what the righteous man is. 
Otherwise, in James 5.16, righteous, uh, talking about righteous, uh, the act of uh, is uh, being holy and just before God and before people. Uh, holiness is something that God requires of each and every one. I'm not talking about a dress, the dress of where people put on a dress and try to be holy that way I'm not talking about I'm talking about the the heart the heart is to be holy unto God uh, the Bible tells us to present our bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is our reasonable service so we have to I guess to say um, we have to work on that we have to get down and allow God to, to take everything out of us that's uh I, I, what I pray, that's unlike him. Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 1, I've just got to speaking on this. It said, he told me to present my body unto him, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And uh, really, we should, in Ephesians, the first chapter, verse 4, and it says, according as he have chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So we are to be uh, walk a holy life. Um, I want to say this, I'm going to insert here, but uh, if we don't, we're going to stand before our Heavenly Father. We're going to stand before God. We're going to stand before Jesus and give account of our lives. So it's a, it's a choice. And we, we are free to make that choice. You are free to make that choice. First Peter, the first chapter, verse 15. But he that which is called is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. That's talking about your walk. Be holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. You say, well... That's an impossibility. You just got to set your mind. You got to accept him as your Lord and Savior and then walk as he walked. And then what you got to do, there's got to crucify, as Paul said, I crucify the flesh. Nevertheless, I still yet I live, but I live by the faith of the Son of God. So it's up to you. The Amplified puts it this way. And if you call upon him uh, as your ho ho heavenly father, who judges each one impartially according to what he does, then you should be, you should conduct it right here, conduct yourself uh, a true um, um, throughout all the time. Actually, <laughs> the word says your temporary time. And we, our life is short. It's, it's a it's a, a temporary time here on this earth. And whether it's long or short, we got to present our body un, unto him and do what he wants us to do. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen my father. I'm going to say this. I believe it should be said that you might, <clears throat> might disagree with, but I believe it should be said of every son of God, every every daughter, every every young person, if you've seen me, you've seen God. You think about that. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So, you know, it comes down to 
to us and how we live. Um, Paul is telling us over in the book of Ephesians, telling us the spiritual Israel, that's us, not to walk and act like the world. Hear what I said. Paul is telling us not to act and like the and act like the world. If we intend to have the power of God working in our lives, we must begin to get our priorities right. You need to get rid of everything that does not feed the spiritual man. Psalm 101, I believe it is, it tells us, uh, set no evil thing before thine eyes. And let me put this in there. Uh, this is something that uh, is found in Matthew 5th chapter. Whosoever looketh upon a woman with lust in his heart has committed adultery already. Those are, those are God's words, and we need to get out of it, get that stuff out of our lives, uh, and be careful how we walk. Paul tells us to lay aside every weight that would hold us back, everything that would hold you back, everything that would hold you back. And we go on. The Bible tells us in James 5, 16, the, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth month. I quoted that a while ago. So First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 17, he said, pray without ceasing. Praying is a continual thing. It's a, let me say that it's a conversation with God. It's God's conversing with you. Otherwise, we get down and we begin to pray. We're actually talking to God, and in turn, he'll talk to us. It's God's conversing with me and with you. When the Lord spoke to Joshua, God told him to be strong and of good courage, that he was going to give him the land. Over in Joshua 1.8, here's what it says. He told him, he said, meditate, meditate on the word day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way, otherwise you come, you are the ones going to make your way uh, uh, prosperous. Then thou shalt have good success. So we put our, hand, our life in God's hands and then in turn uh, do what God wants us to do and what God... Uh, ask us to do um, that we put our life in his hand. Matthew the 6th chapter verse 9 it says Jesus had given us a pattern a pattern of prayer. He was teaching his um, uh, disciples to follow him and he says uh, pray like this. Number one he says our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name. Holy be thy name. Otherwise, we should exalt God and worship him and praise and magnify him for he is worthy of our praise. Psalm 24, we go back again. He said, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the world and they that dwell therein. For he that foundeth it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. So when we begin to exalt God, exalt the Lord, 
we begin to see that he is the God that looks down out of heaven. He is the God that is bigger than all my, all my problems, all your problems. You think about that. If we don't put God in our, in our lives, I mean, he, he can't do anything. He can't help you out. Oh, you, you might get to a place where you go to, uh, get in a problem, and then you call out to God, Oh, God, help me. And once in a while, he can be merciful, and he'll go ahead and reach out to you. But he wants you to love him. When we see our problem that is looks like it's uh, nine foot tall or whatever, we need to see him looking down on that. It's just a spot on the ground, I guess you could say. If there's a wall that you can't see over, we need to keep in mind that God is there looking over that wall for us. When we get on the right get the, in the right perspective of God, we will see him as David saw him. When David stood before old, old Goliath, Goliath is nine foot plus however tall he was, he saw God looking down and seeing the giant as a spot on the ground. That's what our problems are. We need to begin to realize we put our, God, our life in God's hand. The things that are going to try to overtake us are going to be like a spot on the ground. When, when we pray our Father which art in heaven, we should see him bigger than all of our problems. When we pray, we must see God as the one that who split the Red Sea and opened up it for the children of Israel. We must see him as the one who caused fresh water uh, to flow from the rock in the desert. We must see him as, a, as the one who covered uh, the heavens with, uh, with, the, with his hand and stopped the rain for Elijah. We need to begin to realize God is bigger than anything that comes against us. What, what are the results? Are Then you're going to have power with God. You're going to have power with God. And, and in turn, you're going to be able to oh, <laughs> come against those things that come against you. When we walk out of the, the temple, so to speak, as Peter and John did, we can say, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. We have that power. We have that authority. Uh, as Peter's shadow fell upon uh, those and they were healed, we have that power with God. Jesus is the same yesterday and forever. And I want to say this. He's reaching out to you. God is merciful. Now, he's not going to put up with sin. He's not going to put up for, with their wrongdoings. But he's going to help you make it through if you put your life in his hands. He's going to help you make, get, actually make through this life. You're going to make it. I believe God has called every person out there that's on the face of this earth to serve him. And one day, I'm going to say this again, one day, 
if you don't serve him, you're going to end up in the devil's hell. And it's not going to be a picnic down there because everybody, everybody in, in hell is going to. I know some people say I'm going to uh, get down there and I'll be with my friends. Uh, nonsense. You're going to burn uh, physically. Your spirit is going to burn and you'll be in torment for eternity. God help us. God help us right now. Father, we're going to close right now. Reach out unto the Lord. If you're praying, get down on your knees and say, God, forgive me of my sins. Come in my heart. Get rid of my sins, Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, right now, touch those that are listening in. Let your hand be upon them, O God. Father, right now, I rebuke the enemy. Come against him in the name of Jesus right now. And I declare victory in those that have turned their life over to you. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030, a 6 o'clock evening service tonight, and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. 